0: Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques, land the most desirable talent, launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Girard. Today our topic is gamification,
1: and it's all about engagement. I'm Rick Girard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to disrupt recruiting. We share insights from top-performing entrepreneurs and industry experts and provide proven tactical solutions to solve your company's toughest hiring challenges. Today, our guest is Hank Levine. Hank is the president and CEO of iPlace USA, which is widely regarded as one of the highest quality companies providing professionally managed sourcing and recruiting services for U.S.-based companies from India. Over the past 12 years, he's helped over 240 American companies establish offshore recruiting operations. Hank also spearheaded the development of a very innovative company operation system, which uh, is based on gamification, which makes him a bit of an expert at this. And uh, he was a keynote uh, last May at the Staffing Tech Conference, where he spoke about how progressive companies are using gamification to scale their operations. Hank, I want to welcome you to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Thank you, Rick. Pleasure to have you here. So I always like to start the show off with a quote. My quote today is, the game gives you purpose, but the real game is to find a purpose. Do you have any idea who that was? I actually do. I believe it's Vanit Raj Kapoor, the game designer. You are spot on. See, this is a guy who knows gamification. All right, so we're all used to being gamified. It's just not commonly called gamified, but everything that's done from a sales and, and uh, a buying perspective is gamification, right? So... We're talking about gamifying your entire organization today, which is typically just done within the sales organization or, or you know, the production side of the house. But you know, hey, the accounting team needs some love too, right? They need to have some fun. We're going to cover uh, the benefits of gamification to your business. We're going to talk about what's needed to gamify your company, and then the structure to implement gamification into your company. So before we get started, uh, Hank, give me your definition of gamification. What would that be?
2: Well, Rick, if you look at gamification in different dictionaries, the definitions will all be about how you can use elements of game to make more fun and uh, engaging the sure. work environment. But I personally see gamification much more broadly. Uh, gamification can be an extremely effective management tool, mm-hmm. it's a tool that can help An average employee deliver above-average results. It can really help managers get the best out of their teams and save time. And it just basically helps companies get more work done and make
1: more money. Oh, I like that. Everybody likes to make more money. Well, yeah, and the very
2: best (laughs) part is that your employees will really like it.
1: Yeah. So the thing I found really unique about you and your company and that I want to talk about is that most companies do gamify departments, right? So sales department will be gamified and they always hold contests. You can win the President's Club and get a trip to Zimbabwe, whatever whatever they're offering, right? So you've actually done a good job of actually taking it and implementing it throughout your whole organization, correct? That is absolutely correct. We play uh,
2: a weekly and, um, and a quarterly game and every single employee in the company plays it. So everyone in operations, uh, the support departments, everybody.
1: All right, I love that. Okay, so let's talk about like an odd department, like accounting, right? That that must have been a really big challenge to gamify an accounting department, right? Not really.
2: So, as I mentioned, we play a weekly game and a quarterly game. Okay. So, so in the weekly game, uh, everyone gets four tasks that they need to complete in the week, and they get stars for completing those tasks. Okay. In the, the quarterly game. We do things that take a little bit longer, but there's quarterly performance goals they can get stars for. Uh-huh. Uh, we have we have training programs that they if they complete a training module they get stars, and they can even get stars for
1: improving their health and wellness. Ooh, I like that. All right, so you're promoting personal growth as well. Absolutely. All right, so you're you're trying to create an environment where your employees are whole employees.
2: Yeah, I would say you know, when we started this three years ago, we really had three goals. Uh, a major one was to increase employee engagement and thereby retention. Yep. Uh, we also wanted to increase productivity and make more money. Okay. And the third challenge we had was with our performance review and appraisal system. We put a lot of effort into that, but like uh, most companies, no one, no one seemed to be happy with it.
1: Yeah, and you know what? In most cases, they're completely subjective, right? Because it's based upon what your manager thinks of you and how much politicking you might do to, to get a good performance review sometimes.
2: That's absolutely correct. So we've taken all the subjectivity out of it. As I, as I mentioned, uh, we play these games where everyone's trying to earn stars, Yep. but in, in our company... Uh, If you earn 40 stars, you get an automatic pay raise. And if you earn 120 stars, you get an automatic promotion. So as part of these weekly games, the managers meet with every employee. They give them feedback on how they've done for the week. They uh, talk about what stars they've earned. And they're effectively having a little mini performance review.
1: Okay. So every week they get a performance review that's basically based on the work that they accomplish.
2: Exactly. And because Absolutely. they're getting uh, s- such constant feedback, we have no need to have uh, annual appraisals in, in our company, and we've completely eliminated them.
1: Okay, so what's been the benefits of the company?
2: Well, I mean, first of all, on the appraisals, I think you'll find millennials will love that because they love lots and lots of feedback. Oh, yeah. But the benefits of our gam- gamifying the company have been... In a lot of ways, things we anticipated, and then a bunch of things that we didn't anticipate.
1: Like what? So we, what, what? did you not anticipate that happened?
2: Well, I think one of the big things we didn't anticipate is how much time Gamifying the company would free up from managers. Ooh! Uh, before we did this, the managers spent a lot of time managing administrative tasks, so things like managing employees' leaves. When we had late comings, uh, they would have to talk to the employees, and it's really not a good use of your manager's time. You want them working on operations and with the, and with your clients. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So once we uh, gamify the, the, the system, one of the things that we also have are escalations, and escalations are negative stars. So if you have bad behaviors, you not only lose stars, but... All your teammates lose stars. All
1: right. So bad behaviors are things that you guys call escalations in your environment. Right. So okay. unscheduled leaves, you know, late coming,
2: and when you and when you lose stars and your team and your teammates lose stars, there's enormous peer pressure uh, not to demonstrate those bad behaviors. So we found that uh, unscheduled leaves dropped 93 okay. percent overnight. Uh, late comings dropped. Uh, almost 90%, about 89%. So there were just dramatic change in our culture. And for our, our managers, they didn't have to deal with all this nonsense. They got to really you know, work with clients and work with employees, do things that made money for the company. That's fantastic.
1: So essentially what you're doing is you created an environment where the underperformers can't hide. And uh, if they do try to hide or they try to underperform, then they end up getting called out, essentially.
2: Uh, Very much so. So one of the real key things to gamification is it has to be very public and transparent. So in in our company, you can go on our internet and you can see how many stars every single employee in the company has earned. Uh, We have uh, scoreboards up with monitors all over the company. So you can see individual performance on the scoreboard and team performance. Got it. So so no one wants to be at the bottom of their peers, right? So, yeah. so that, that, that really spurs people to you know, work hard. And plus, with the way you know, we're set up, if you want to make more money and get promoted, you basically just have to work hard. You, get out, you earn all your stars, you do all your tasks, you make sure you complete your training modules, and you grow, and the company
1: grows. So you're building a culture of performance with a bit of healthy competition, essentially. And you know, just to to solidify what you just said, so you're putting management on autopilot. You're not having to manage all these problem issues that you typically would, and, and of course, that's going to shoot productivity through the that, roof.
2: that's true. The the system to a large extent manages the employees,
1: or the or the employees manage the employees too. In a way, you're creating a system of checks and balances. Right. So the peer pressure manages employees. Yeah.
2: And it really creates a positive feedback loop where people's uh, behaviors change. So we've seen you know, lots of good benefits. Our uh, retention in the company, uh, it's, it, it's uh, increased about 20% since three years ago. But the okay. really great thing about our retention is we lose very few top performers because they're getting pay raises and promotions. The people who leave our company tend to be the people who are losing the game. And in many cases, that's a good thing.
1: Now, how do you customize the reward system for other departments? I mean, sales is pretty easy because most of those people are fairly monetarily uh, motivated, right? But somebody, maybe in accounting, how would you motivate them? Is it the same system or do you do it individually as per what's important to that person?
2: So in this weekly game everyone's individual. So everyone sure. gets different tasks they need to complete that week. So someone in accounting would have very different tasks than someone in operations. But even people in operations who have who are working for different clients where you need to follow different strategies, they they have different tasks to complete.
1: Sure. Sure. But I mean so are you are you designing those rewards, though, based on that person, the individual, or is it just in a general department? OK, everybody gets uh, a raise or everybody can get maybe a day off or, uh, you know,
2: so, so everything's at the individual level.
1: OK, got it. Got it. So you actually take the time to sit down with your employees and find out what's important to them first before you, and you create the uh, gamification program around them. Right. So, fantastic.
2: as we mentioned, in the, in the weekly game, the manager meets with every employee every week. It's about a 15 to 20-minute meeting. It may seem like that would take a lot of time, but it really saves you a lot of time because the employees are more motivated. They know what they're doing, and they get feedback on how they did on last week's tasks. Do they earn stars or not earn stars? They uh, get the next week's task assigned. And the managers are trained to always try to connect the task they're assigning to what we need to do to make our clients successful. So the employees have a much better idea of why they're doing the work they're doing.
1: And you know what? Tying it back to what's important to them is also a huge increase in employee engagement. I'm a big proponent of that and something I preach to my clients is that don't design reward systems about what you think is important to people design reward systems to what's important to that individual. So we're, um, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking to Hank Levine, the president and CEO of iPlace USA. We've been talking about gamification and the benefits to your organization. When we come back, we are going to talk about a path on how you can set up gamification in your own company.
0: You're listening to Higher Power with Rick Girard, Giving you access to recruiting techniques that will help you hire key talent to build your company towards real success. Rick is a recruiting executive and entrepreneur who's been successfully recruiting in the aggressive Silicon Valley technology landscape for the past two decades. After a very successful stint at Apogee, he founded Stride Search in 2012. Based on a lean efficiency model, Stride has uniquely positioned itself as a leader in retained search for the most critical talent hires within a small organization. Whether you're a startup executive or recruiting professional, by listening to Higher Power with Rick Girard, you will walk away with skills to help you attract and hire great talent. Now back to Higher Power with Rick Girard. Welcome back to the
1: Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard And today, our guest is Hank Levine. He's the president and CEO of iPlace USA. We're talking about the gamification. And we just explored kind of the benefits to your company. Now we're going to talk about ways in which you can implement it in your company. So... Hank, walk me through, if you could, how you, I mean, it seems like it's a lot of work for somebody to do, and I'm sure it's a huge project, but how did you think of this? And actually not, how did you think of this? Walk me through the steps you took in order to, to like what you implemented first, and then how you kind of rolled out other programs after that.
2: Uh, so we're probably atypical. We designed this system for about half a year, and then we implemented it across the whole company. Okay, I'm not sure I would recommend that. Uh, I for, think there's uh, it's,
1: there's tools that are available too, like software platforms that help you. Did you guys use anything like that?
2: Uh, no, we so we created this all ourselves. We have a <laughs> department and all right. drove a lot of the thinking. Okay, but I would recommend the other, you know, someone else that they should keep this much more simple to start yeah uh, you can start with a single department sales is always a good place to start because sales people
1: are- but sales departments are always gamified in one way or the other anyway right, I mean- right. So, it's a, so it's an easy extension for them to true. try things out true uh, uh
2: so here's some of the suggestions i would make uh first you know games always work best with cheerleaders so you have to have full management support and enthusiasm
1: all right uh, so you're going to touch upon, like, I think, the, the three components that you need to put in place or some components that you need in place first, right? Yeah. You need, yeah. To hit, you need a cheerleader or somebody who can motivate, right? You need motivation.
2: Right. Yeah, that why.
1: A cheerleader, all yeah. the managers should be cheerleaders. Got it.
2: And when you, when you do this, you, know, you need to give a lot of appreciation of those on top, but you should never ridicule those at the bottom. If you publicly... You know, tell people that they're doing a bad job in the game.
1: Ooh, no, you, know, you don't have do
2: a that. bad taste for everyone.
1: Yeah, you become an internet troll that way.
2: Well, <laughs> right, but also the employees will start hating the game. Yeah. So if, someone's, if someone's performing poorly, you take them aside. Privately, you have a conversation as if the game doesn't exist. And the conversation should be about the employee not creating enough value for the company, but never want to bring it up about they don't have enough points on the scoreboard. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want to keep the game really simple. So uh, I always say that the, if the players of the game can't remember the rules without you know, looking into a rule book or an email, then it's too complex.
1: And you know what? It seems to me the way you design the game, having stars, I mean, it kind of reminds me of back when I was in elementary school. I mean, you know, you get a lucky star, or like we had lucky tray day when at the, in the cafeteria, and if you get the little star on the bottom of the tray, you get a popsicle at the end. I mean, mm-hmm. you're kind of taking it, you're, you're keeping it super simple.
2: Well, in, in fact, schools
1: are gamified.
2: Yeah. Uh, your your grade point average is a game.
1: That's true. Good point. But basically what uh, you're doing is you're allowing, you keep it simple so that you can allow for them to master it. Uh,
2: the, yes. And if, he, if they have to think about what they need to do, they'll, they'll get confused. So just make the goals of the game real, real simple, the okay. rules of the game sure. simple. Uh, you can't make the game too long, right? If it, if it takes too long to have a winner or get feedback, people lose interest. And you can't make it so short that people don't have enough time to create things of
1: value. So that's the reasoning behind the weekly and then quarterly games, breaking it up into well, those two components? Not strictly. Right? Okay. So The
2: weekly games are tasks that you can complete in a week. But, our, Got but our quarterly game are things that take longer. So there's a lot of performance goals that just take longer to to do than a than a week, uh, we have training in there. Where but
1: are the uh, are the individual like the weekly tasks? Did they get you closer to achieving that quarterly task?
2: Uh, they absolutely do. Okay. So if if you look at books like the four disciplines or the execution, sure, talk about lead measures and lag measures so the lead measures are the things that you can do right away the activities you can do right away that lead to your lag measures which are your long time results sure so the quarterly game are the the lag measures and we also in the quarterly game we know we have things like training so everyone gets assigned a training module every quarter and if they complete the training and a certification they get stars and as I briefly mentioned, even health and wellness. So we want to make sure our employees are healthy. So every employee gets a customized way of earning stars for doing things that are good for themselves. So, for example, if you have too much credit card debt, we have a financial advisor. Ooh, that's fantastic. If you the plan, you, you earn stars. Okay. Uh, we have a tie-up by a gym that's right outside our office. They share with us all the access data for our employees. So if you go to the gym, you can earn stars. You can... I'm for quitting smoking, losing weight. See,
1: I find this this outstanding that you would actually incorporate this. And most companies kind of try to do that. Like they might put a ping pong table in their organization or give you a gym membership. But for seeing, like creating those personal goals, that's uh, extraordinary. Good for you. And our
2: employees, I was a a little surprised myself at how much they appreciated that. Sure. So uh, they just think it's incredible that the company is letting them earn stars through which they get pay raises for doing things that are good for themselves. But it's, it's not all, all completely altruistic. Obviously, when you have no. the employees who aren't stressing out about things, they perform better.
1: Yeah, and you know what you're doing is you're pre- providing a feedback mechanism. And when people are feeling good about themselves and they're accomplishing these small little goals, they're releasing dopamine and it becomes addictive, right? So they continue to, to progress with it. It becomes a, a, a good habit. That's
2: exactly how games work. By yeah, the way. exactly. With the, the dopamine's released. Yep. It tells your brain, do it again. And people, once they start going for the stars, they just want to get
1: them every week. And that's what, and that's how you motivate your accounting team. I, I do want to mention something about tools available to get started, because most of our audience are smaller startup companies and what's and entrepreneurs, and, and um, there are things available. There are systems out there that they can kind of plug into. Are you familiar with any of them like I'm not a super i'm not an expert on like sumo or game effective or plecto or any of those, but are you familiar with them at all? I think I'm familiar enough that if I talked about them, I'd
2: be very dangerous <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> all right, uh, so we'll just leave it at that. There are options i do due diligence and see if they work for your organization so there's also
2: a lot of uh apps, you know, particularly apps for your phone that have to do with personal productivity. Okay. And they're, and they're all gamified too. So there's things you can do for companies, but also yourself.
1: Yeah. I don't think that most of us have that kind of discipline. I mean, we do play games. I mean, I have my Star Wars game on my phone, but which I play every once in a while. But I mean, the fact is, is, is usually if it, it loops around to it without it being something that I have to do at work, I find, you know, fairly difficult for most of us, don't you?
2: Well, that, that's the point of the game. Yeah. It makes it fun, and it, and it and it helps give you the discipline.
1: Exactly. All right. So, how does the company start? So, you guys started with with what? What did you roll out first? Did you start with job descriptions, which is kind of where I would always start?
2: We started just with the weekly game. Okay. But but that got that got rolled out across the whole company. Okay. So that so that was that was a big deal. Okay. And we you know we knew that there would be. Some of our employees, particularly some of the ones who had been with us longer, who were coasting. Sure. And all of a sudden, they were going to get measured every week. And we knew they wouldn't like that. We actually wrote down a list of people we thought would probably quit. And the list, was, uh, the list was amazingly accurate. Oh, uh, of that. We did that. But we didn't lose a single high performer.
1: All right. So I have some ideas. I I always like to start at the beginning, right? So I'll start at the job description first and then move. Actually, I start with values first and then build it into job description. But it would seem to me that you can actually build this into a job description. You can gamify a job description, which if you look at most job descriptions, they're fairly terrible and they're probably degamifiers, I would say. You could probably uh, gamify the application process, right? Make it a, Give it a call to action that's kind of where you win an award or maybe a star pops up on the screen or congratulations.
2: Well, that's actually a really creative idea. We, we, have, not, we have not done that. So ironically, in our company, uh, we haven't gamified the candidates who are applying. And we're, we're working on a program now to possibly gamify our clients. But we haven't okay. actually done that yet either.
1: But we gamified everyone internally. Well, you can gamify the interview process, I think, too, right? And taking it forward, maybe covering quizzes and making like gamifying those and making them kind of fun. Because here's the thing, you, you probably hire code or, you know, maybe you might have some coders or you have people that are fairly technical. Those coding challenges that companies give are entirely boring and demotivating. You never know how you did. And I mean, you could probably just do the same thing as you're giving somebody a coding quiz or challenge, Make gamify that piece, right? Uh, you, you you absolutely could do that. I, I mean, I, I had a creative moment this morning, so I, <laughs> I'm thinking, how can I gamify everything? I mean, if I'm going to go into this, we need to figure out how you can gamify everything in the process. Um, so the interview process, um, I do a, a thing with people that I work with um, when... When I'm getting them through the interview process, I, I don't know if it's really a game, but I have a policy that, hey, look at, call me before I call you. I have an open door. Don't wait for me to call you back. Be proactive. It is your search. So make sure that you reach out to me. If you have a question, call me. I'm always available. So you can almost gamify that, right? So let's have a little game. Let's see who can beat who to the call first, right? You can gamify any activity. Yeah. So if you wanted to gamify mcdonald's,
2: you could you could gamify. <laughs> you just look at the work people but you could i think they do I'm totally serious, yeah look at the work they need to do and you have a scoreboard and you give people points for doing it and i if you design it well, the employees won't resent it yeah, so you know in the old days of work they they used to do piecework and you and you had a and
1: you oh like assembly piece, lines. You know,
2: yeah, yeah, but that was very, but that was very punitive. Yeah, the police hated it. Oh yeah, but a, a but a good a good game design is not punitive. There's a, awards and, and and winners, and good competition, productive competition, <laughs> and you really could gamify McDonald's.
1: Yeah, I, I I guess you could. I'm not a big fan of that. So, <laughs> I don't, but you know, one of the, one of the things I like about this gamification idea and, and creating this is it, it adds a fun element to the whole boring recruitment process the whole work process and it creates a self-managing environment right and uh, you know you never think about having it from a label perspective and you see it a lot with sales teams but again what i thought was uh really unique to your environment is you've done it across your organization and and good job with that so let's say i'm a i'm a startup and you advise me where would you tell me to start first like, you know, three or four takeaways really quickly.
2: Uh, well, as we mentioned, you know, I would probably start with one department and, and, and test things. Uh, you need to decide if you want the game to be for individuals or a team. Of course, you need to, you need to design a, a scoreboard because it has to be visual and transparent. All right. Figure out what sort of uh, rewards you want to have. They don't have to be large. Yeah. But they have to be public. <laughs> and you need to cheerlead them. And a, and a really good thing to do is look at, at what the most critical goal is for your company. So maybe you have a new client and you just absolutely have to perform on it. So find out what the things are that will make that client the happiest and build a game around
1: it. Now, you as the There's CEO, a do you platform. participate in the platform too? Are you gaming?
2: <laughs> I'm. I'm not only gaming. I so remember I told you about health and wellness. Yeah. I, I have four health and wellness goals uh, every quarter. And I'm up on the score, but everyone sees how uh, how I
1: how I do on them. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is a good player coach. Now, so if you're thinking, "Gosh, that seems like a lot of work," and you're listening to the show, it's really not that much work to gamify your organization. You know, there are tools available, and you can creatively do things. Now, Hank, I really, I really want to thank you for your time today and and your sharing with our Higher Power Radio community uh, your success. Um, Thanks for being here. Well, thank you. It was fun. Absolutely. Now, what would be the best way in which uh, some of our listeners might be able to reach you guys to find out more about you? Uh,
2: You can just go to our website. So that's www.iPlaceUSA.com. Spell that IPlace. Spell that. Yeah. It's I as in India, P as in Peter, Mm -hmm. L as in Larry, A as in Apple, C as in Cat, E as in Edward.
1: USA.com. All right. I love it. So I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to this week's episode of Higher Power. A quick thanks to our team, our engineer, Paul Roberts, our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and Kim Iverson. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. You can rate and review. Your input is welcome and much needed to improve the content of our show. You can also follow us on our website. That's hire. That's h-i-r-e Power P-o-w-e-r Radio R-a-d-i-o on iTunes, around Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. Wherever you want to find us, you can also follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for the Higher Power Radio Show. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Rick underscore Girard, That's G-i-r-a-r-d. Tune in next week. Our guest is going to be JC Ruffalo, the director of Launchpad and Investor Relations for Octane OC. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha.
0: Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio.